Yeah. Talk to Neil. Call 567 Rogers on Sports Radio 560 QAM. It's Friday, you bastard. I needed a new wooden leg, and I got it right away. Thank you, Joseph Inside. The deal on my fish got broke, and like a miracle, I had a new one in less than an hour. Thank you, Joseph and Son. Hi, I'm Jesus Christ. You know, it ain't easy living in Jerusalem when you look like Peter O'Toole and you can't speak a lick of Aramaic. That's why here at Joseph and Son Carpentry Shop, you'll always receive quality work at miraculously low prices. Right, Bob? Sure. <laughs> so for the finest in custom woodcrafting, from a bookcase to an ark, don't settle for any schlub who just builds crosses. Try Joseph and Son Carpentry Shop. Our work is guaranteed. My hand to God. You know, one of the most disgusting things I think I've ever seen in my life was just sitting in, looking in the other room. They're hamming it up for the cameras again. Joe Costello's over here getting a little uh, training. He's got his training bra on. And, of course, anybody's got a bra on, that's good enough for George. And George is sitting there right behind him massaging Joe's which I thought was the most grotesque thing I've ever seen. Hey, speaking of grotesque, we got some grotesque stuff here today, including we got uh, Ms. Anna, the black inflatable party sheep. Oh! All right. Well, we're going to be back on. See, this is the big news. This is in, in honor of our uh, celebratory thing we're having here today. Because Monday, this is one of the great accomplishments in my checkered career. This is a miracle. Don't you understand what a tremendous accomplishment this is? We're going back on here in Fort Myers on Monday oh. from 10 to noon. Of course, from noon, they got to put that religious crap on there because it's paid for. And until that uh, preacher runs out of gas or money or both, does he run out of gas? Not yet. They'll probably have that crap on there from noon to two. But nevertheless, because we finally... See, what what makes this so momentous is that this is a radio station, WWCN 770 on the dial. Good signal, no ratings, ever. I mean, they, it's like they don't exist. It's a Beasley state. There, well, there you go. It's a Beasley operation over there in Fort Myers. Never show up in the ratings. And evidently in the last rating book when we were still on over there before they started panicking and getting real weak-kneed and nervous... Because they had two calls from the FFA, the Florida, whatever that F stands for, association. The Florida <laughs> Association. So they got all panicky and put that paid religion on. And, oh, we better not put, you know, cut the crap, okay? So the ratings come out, and guess what? We finally showed up, and it's that fag over there in Miami. He's the one who got us some listeners over here. It's a major miracle. So George is doing a show on Monday, and, of course, they probably don't know that yet because they're totally uh, out of it. But he gets to talk not only to the people over here, but the people in Fort Myers. So we got the black inflatable party sheep for them. Oh. Our friends over in Lutz are going to be listening. Oh. All right. Grease her up for Monday. Speaking of grease her up, I got, I got so much stuff to talk about today, including yesterday, an experience of a lifetime. I saw the new arena, the Wayne Arena. Why don't we just call it that? Why don't we call it the Mac Arena? Hey, that's a good idea. We just had Big Mac leave town. Let's call it the Mac Arena. I like that. Ah, seriously. What's wrong with that? Even though he probably won't never be going there. It's the Macarena. And this place is so beautiful, you just aren't going to believe it. It is so spectacular. And they tell me it's the best in all of North America. And you know something? I haven't been in many of them, of course. In fact, I've only been in a few. But it's got to be. There can't be any place more unbelievably beautiful. And those of you hockey fans out there, which there may be a couple, although this article in the paper today says there's only a couple of people like hockey and the rest of them like figure skating. Do you see this thing, the survey? Yeah, they did a survey because of the impact of the home run race on baseball. So the Associated Press did this telephone survey of 1,000 people nationwide. 37% of those people polled said they followed baseball, but only 11% said 
said they chose baseball as their favorite sport they watch enjoying the most. Nearly 40% chose, guess what, professional football. What a surprise, huh? While about 20% chose professional baseball, 20% or uh, basketball, rather, 20% selected figure skating, and only 6% chose professional hockey. Isn't that pathetic? Isn't that sad? Isn't that a sad... 20% selected figure skating? Who the hell did they interview? The goddamn Bolshoi Ballet? I mean, what are we talking about over here? They do this interview at uh, Charles Nelson Riley's house? Figure skating? And 6% said hockey was number one. But be that as it may, I'm not deterred. That doesn't bother me. I couldn't care less. Because this place is so unbelievable that when you see it, and I have great news for those of you who are panicky that wound up in the upper deck or in seats other than what you thought you were going to wind up sitting on, or that was your first choice. It doesn't make any difference. There are no bad seats in the Mac Arena. None. I mean, every seat has got a... There are sight lines that are so great. And I'm not just saying this because I'm uh, doing a hose job for anybody. It just happens to be true. And I sat in my seats, by the way, yesterday. I put my big fat ass in my big fat seat there in section 101, right on the end of the aisle, seats one and two. And I said, oh! all right, this is great, right there at center ice. And the ice is down, by the way, too. And we went on every level. We scoured every part, every orifice in that place. And you just aren't going to believe it when you see it. They've got that magnificent, which it wasn't operating yesterday, but this huge, big uh, clock. with it. Uh, Other than that crap we had in the Miami arena where you couldn't see the replays or anything on the damn thing, which was the most embarrassing piece of garbage in the history of mankind. It was like looking at stuff through barbed wire, which is the way Wayne, Wayne likes it that way. But this is state-of-the-art. It's spectacular. It's sensational. And... A little frosting on the cake. Well, let me tell you first a great story about who was there on Wednesday. I was supposed to go there Wednesday, but I guess I find out now why I didn't uh, make my thing on my tour through there on Wednesday. Because my good buddy was there on Wednesday. My best buddy in the whole goddamn world. Was at the Macarena checking it out. And so he naturally wants to go and sit his ass in one of those uh, great plush seats. And they are plush, by the way, and very comfortable and great. And this is a true stir. I'm not making this up. And so Wayne sits down right there in the seat squarely. And guess what? The seat breaks and Wayne falls on his... Rectum. All right. Nice going, Wayne, sweetheart. <laughs> I think God is uh, paying him back. I think there's a message in there, Wayne. So yesterday at the arena, I get to meet uh, for the second time. A great guy, by the way. I said it before. I'll say it again. No matter what happens on the season, Terry Murray, a great guy. Our new coach. And Terry has, he's not a BSR or a BM artist either. I mean, he just happens to be a really good guy. And we sat down and I talked about this one sucks. And he said, yeah, you're right. And that one, you know, I'm not going to repeat what he said on the air, but he knows the lay of the land. He understands what's going on. And then uh, got to meet some of the other people. Billy Smith was in there. It was great. Then we go to the locker room. I wanted to make sure I found out where Ray Whitney's locker is. And then we went up to the next floor, me and Rimmer, the Rim Man, and you'll never guess two of my biggest fans, two of my closest personal friends, were up there to meet and greet me in their orifices. Brian Murray and Bill Torrey. Oh! There you go. And we had a yuck session, man, that was just un unbelievable. It was great. My good buddies, Brian Murray comes over to me. He looks in both pockets in my shirt to see if I had any BM buttons on me. And I said, no, Brian, I'm not going to give those to you because you never know when they might come in handy. And then Bill Torrey came over sporting that stupid bow tie. We had a yuck. <laughs> we, had, we just yucked it off. They're good guys. They are, you know, very sensitive, very thin skin. But nevertheless, and we talked about the pot band deal and why it fell through and what a bunch of assholes they are up in Toronto. And, of course, I already know that. 
And uh, what can I say? It's just a magnificent place. When you see this place, when you go inside, and the greatest thing of the whole deal, this is the number one thing for me, besides the fact that it's two minutes walking from my house practically, the best part of the whole deal is the toilets. That's right, the turlets, which they're having the uh, testing on that tomorrow. Did you read about that? Rick Shaw, they're having a whole bunch of kids over there, and they're all going to flush at the same time. Now, I didn't I didn't read the whole article. Are they actually going to be on there and then flushing, or are they just uh, doing like a little test? Is it just a dry run, so to speak? No, they're going to have like hundreds of kids, and they're all going to... And then Ricky Ticky, who better than to be the toilet man than Ricky Ticky? He's going to be flipping that cap of his. Everybody uh, flush now. Come on. There you go. But at the end of every exit, I mean, every section, there is a big, they like alternate. One section, they're like ladies' rooms, and then the next section for guys. And then there's one also that says, like, uh, undecided, just got question marks on it. For many of our hockey fans who haven't decided which way they're going yet. But uh, it's great. Every section has got tea rooms right there at the end. It's fantastic, magnificent. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if they have a tea dance the first weekend at the brand new Macarena. So you're going to be mighty impressed, I'll tell you that. And uh, even those of you who think you're up in the nosebleed who are way up high, good news for you because I went way up there too. No problem at all. You will see everything. You'll have a panoramic view, and it's not like you're a million miles away. You don't. You can leave the binoculars home. The difference there between... The, see, last time I was there about two months ago, and to be honest with you, I pretended to get excited, but it looked like it did the first time I was there back in February. It looked... Uh, had a long way to go. Now it is basically finito. It's basically done, and it is spectacular. So everybody is going to be there. Trust me. The hockey team itself, well, we've got a ways to go. Long ways to go. But the arena itself and the food stands and the uh, selection of food, the food they tell me is magnificent because they were having a free buffet yesterday. What do you think Rimmer was doing there? Sucking up the free buffet. Ten minutes after ten, and we have a whole bunch of videos to give away today, by the way, of the adult variety. Where the hell did they come from? Another box shows up here. This is great. We don't have to give anybody a plug. It just comes in an unmarked box, and there's nothing like an unmarked box. Ten after ten at 560 WQM. If you're feeling lucky, speaking QAM. What's the f*** going on with Dayton Broward? While spending the remainder of your golden years in the land of death, the one thing you have to depend on is your car. With Jew Canoe Theft on the rise, the people who brought you a big black guy named Ben Car Alarm now bring you an old Jewish guy named Eisen. Get away from my automobile, you big MF. Remember when we used to post them back in Caribbean? Yeah, yeah. yeah we ought to get a bundle for this, baby. Yeah. The white ones are cooler. Yeah. Get away from my automobile, you big MF. What the hell is that? I object. Seriously, oh. profanity like that. Oh, no, I think somebody's coming. Get away from my automobile, you big MF. Get away from my automobile, you big MF. Whenever some bastard tries to steal my car, I feel safer with an old Jewish guy named Eisen. Get away from my automobile, you big Get your old Jewish guy named Isengar alarm now and receive a free flower antenna. Get away, get away, get away from my automobile, you big, big MF. An old Jewish guy named Isengar alarm, now available at all Zare stores. So anyway, it's 1015 at 560 WQM. What am I supposed to do with these, Norm? Norma Kent is here, by the way. Great talent management associates at Chieftain who just got Alice Rantel at big job in Los Angeles for 50 bucks a week. Just sign what? 
sign one of them? Don't don't confuse us with the fact we're doing a radio show here because uh, it's very informal. Just, uh, you know, stick around for some lunch or not, as the case may be. Great. So anyway, we have some uh, disgusting videos to give away here, like I said, which came in a box this morning, in a big unmarked box named uh, whatever. How do you like my name for the arena, by the way, since Big Mac was just in town? Macarena's not bad. In fact, instead of doing the hokey pokey, maybe Wayne can do the Macarena there on opening night. Let's do it, Wayne. Oh! You heard that he fell on his ass yesterday or Wednesday at the arena and uh, sat down on the seat of his choice, and all of a sudden, right on his... Rectum. Nice going, Wayne. God is watching over you, baby. He's going to get even with you. Get out of here, Norm. Nice to see you. So anyway, yeah, here we go. Now, somebody... Now, see, one thing that somebody can explain to me, okay? Why is it that anybody of any variety wants to see he-she's? I mean, is that is the... Is the suggestion that a he-she is something for everybody? Is uh-huh. that the idea? These transsexuals who've got, like, uh... Women with, you know, is that what what it is? Chicks with, what what's exciting about that? What does it turn on about? But hey, far be it for me to ask because believe me, no matter what we got, we'll find takers out there in Radio Land, and I certainly don't want to be holding these up because poor fat Joe. What? A little bit. Can't we be adults about this? I mean, this one is called Yum Yum Baby. Yeah, rhymes with yum. So what's wrong with that? Huh? As in dumb. Which is what those people are. If you want to get some numbers over there, you'd have this on the air tonight. I'm serious. You'd put this on immediately without sooner instead of having me talking about stuff that happened three days before. You know, I'm watching the 930 show last night. I don't want to get started on the whammy stuff. But you talk about dumb, and it makes me look dumb. makes me look like a fool because I'm sitting there talking about the, the home run chase and McGuire, even though he's a great home run hitter and he's great for the game, he's a, basically a boring guy. But the fa- And he is. But the fact is that this is like... A Monday show, and now in the meantime, Tuesday and Wednesday, he's hit the four home runs. They had the 45,000 people out there on Wednesday night. The whole town is like up in arms and all psychotic about this. Well, supposedly, anyway, although there's no evidence on this station of it. Not from our callers. Not from any of the callers. Here we, here we just finished with this big Mac attack in town. And what are they talking about on a morning show? Fishing. There you go. Oh. Fishing. Tight lines and good fishing. Oh. And the depot's on there. How can it wondering how come the show has sucked all week? Fishing. There you go. That's something we're saying we can sink our teeth into, huh? We can get our sinkers out into. We can probably drive that morning number down to about a point three if they keep doing that fishing stuff. Let's get Salty Soft Fleischman back on the air is what I say for the goddamn fishing report. If there's anything more boring than golf... Thank you so much, David. <laughs> he really is in his own bizarre way. Bizarre. But at any rate, yeah, here's my check from Miami. That's good. I think I can get out of here now. If there's anything more boring than golf, it's got to be fishing. In fact, people who play golf and go fishing. I mean, I'm not knocking you. If you enjoy going out there and, uh, you know, dropping your, dropping your line or your pole or whatever you're doing, trolling with the pole, be my guest. But talking about there, there are many things in life that are entertaining and enjoyable, but nobody wants to hear you talking about it. Like I was saying the other day, you can plunge your brains out. It's your money. Gamble your life away. Gamble the mortgage away. Gamble away the lunch money. I don't care. It's, it's a free country to a point. Do what you want to do. I just don't want to hear about it. It is terminal. And the one thing I did see on there last night, which is absolutely correct, is that if I brought in the uh, program from Pompano Park every Thursday morning and started going down race by race, well, I bet on the three, but he broke in the four, had an accident in the five. Uh, we, wouldn't have, we wouldn't have anybody listening. Nobody. Even I wouldn't listen to it. It's how goddamn boring it would be. But fishing? I mean, let's get serious. Fishing? <laughs> 
So what are the names of some of these videos that we might give out today? Because it's the beginning of a Labor Day holiday weekend, and we want you to work on it real hard. Huh? What's wrong with that? It's Labor Day. What the hell is Labor Day anymore? Are we supposed to honor the hardworking uh, workers of America? Isn't that what Labor Day is all about? Do we have any left? Any uh, hard workers? No. Hardcore he-she's. Maybe somebody can tell me what's exciting and a turn on about he-she's. In fact, it'll be interesting to see if anybody takes that one. If anybody grabs it and the video, too. Here's uh, Suckers 2. Now, I know first word's not what you think it is, but it does begin with a C. Let's give them little hints, okay? Rhymes with dumb. Oh, by the way, let, I should be holding these up because I want to make sure they all get on. What? What? Why are you waving me? Why are you flipping me off in there, okay? You want me to tell them that you brought a bong in this morning, too? Huh? That'll be next. Camera Fat Joe brought a bong in this morning. Or was it something that rhymes with bong? See, he can bring in the bong, but something that rhymes with bong we can't show on ear. This one's called Anal uh, Trainer. What's wrong with that? Some people are horse trainers. Some people are anal trainers. Some people are anal retentive, like Geldy. There's a good example for you. Here's one called The Godmother Part 2. Perfect for this show. We're big Godfather fans. Now, you can show that, can't you? She's got her hands. Come on. There you go. Even Fat Joe says we can put that on whammy. She's got her hands over them, okay? They're very big and they're very gigantic, and she's uh, slightly dark. All kind of like Mocha, not real dark. The Godmother Part 2. It says making you an offer you can't refuse. Oh! Boy, this is great getting all of these every week in a plain unmarked box. And then, of course, we also got uh, Betsy the Sheep, or whatever her name is over here, for our friends in Lutz and Fort Myers. Maybe the Beasleys would like to meet Betsy. Then here. <laughs> oh, they already have? <laughs> yeah, I bet you they have. Maybe that's why they dress like that. What one's that? See, I have to be careful. This is called Anal Company, and Anal, uh, I'm not too sure about this. Jazz. Well, it looks like jazz. Only one later's been one later's been changed to uh, squirt, squirt. protect the innocent. Well, there's no such really word as that as a jizz anyway. So we can say that on the air. There's no such word. Plaster my face with rhymes with dumb. Uh, and that you know I, I got to be honest with you. Okay, I've seen everything, but that's the cover that is. So are we gonna have that on Wednesday night? Right? Come on. Are we gonna have that on? Yeah. Come on. If we could promote this for, like, next Monday or Tuesday, we'd have a 90 share on that damn show. Get some people watching that stupid thing. Oh, I'm sorry. I just touched uh, Betsy's uh, rectum by accident, of course. Oh, God. Here's uh, Junkies. Also disgusting cover. I mean, really gruesome and grotesque. These are. These are probably the most. Uh, whoever sent us these must have been in a really erotic mood at the time that uh, it did it. Here's Wadbusters 5. Get that. Get a good shot of that. Come on, Joe. It's uh, it's just probably uh, snack time. Of course, for Joe, it's always snack time. Color me white. There you go. Kind of lighten up your complexion a little bit. And what be the other one? Uh, young and fresh. Oh, and this it this is the definitive one for our audience. Here you go. My first anal. And, of course, this is like one of those cartoons, like I was saying the other day, that people don't say certain things that only like boo-hoo. And this is E-yow, is what it is. My first anal, E-yow, as in... Oh! Right. Whoa, don't do it again. Or maybe do it again, whatever. No, thank you. So there you go. we got a whole bunch of crap to give away in honor of Labor Day today for our fine listening audience out there. And I guarantee, I promise you... Oh, jeez. Since Barry Diller owns that damn thing, that whammy thing, I wouldn't be surprised if we had these on the air on that show, in spite of what Fat Joe was saying, that pussy in the other room, okay? 
Take a look at the size of those. Has anybody in the world believe that those are for real? Can any? Now that's going to be on because they're not for real. Now seriously, wouldn't that be a good barometer if they're not real flesh? They can't be sexual, and the commission can't get all bent out of shape about it because they're definitely not for real. Although I wonder if these are for real. Well, anyway, we'll find out. We have an open line of Dade wanted Broward. Our poll question today, is there a bigger Yahoo in the history of the human race than Terry Bowden? No. Did we ever get the game on last night, by the way? We did not? Yeah, I'm, I get in the car to go to the store, to go to Publix for like a couple of quick things, and it's, uh, I look at the clock, it's a quarter to eight. And here I am yesterday promoting 7.15. We got Virginia Auburn, which nobody cares because it was on TV anyway. What? Uh, Joe knows something. I know something. Yeah, and? Apparently there was a problem with uh, a transmitter, or a receiver, rather. We don't have it. Oh. No, but we had ESPN Radio. I'm listening to those hyenas laughing on there again on ESPN Radio when I'm going to the store, and I'm thinking, how come the damn game isn't on? How come the goddamn football game is not that we've been promoting all day long? Because somebody screwed up real bad, uh -huh. evidently. Uh -huh. Somebody really uh -huh. pulled up. You know, just can't do these basic elementary things. So I uh, get back home, and I actually did turn it on because there was a little baseball on last night, and there's nothing else to watch on that damn thing. And so I turned that ball game on. You talk, See, those of you who think that football is so exciting, here's another example. If there's, I have no idea what the final score was. I don't want to know the final score. That was a snoozer. In fact, maybe even ESPN Radio was more exciting than if you had to listen to Virginia and Auburn, two teams that have no offense, none. But the one thing that I, I love watching is seeing Terry Bowden, who is the son of God, of course, Bobby Bowden from FSU. Sorry, all you Seminole fans. Bobby Bowden, good old boy. Good old boy, never stole a freight train. Terry Bowden is, if he isn't from Aintree, if he isn't, if he didn't, like, uh, float up the Kahulawasi River in his youth, I mean, this man, I have never seen such a, if you look up the word mugwump in the dictionary, there is Terry Bowden. <laughs> you know, just one finger in his nose and one in his rectum. I mean, this guy's unbelievable. A real Yahoo. If you look up Yahoo on the, your, your website, there is Terry Bowden's thing pops up in his picture, too. So that's our poll question. Is there a bigger, uh, a more definitive Yahoo in the world, except maybe one of the Beasleys, than uh, Terry Bowden? Good God Almighty. Yeah, you're all hocking at your... Oh, football! You ready for the excitement of football? I got news for you. If that was the excitement of goddamn football, if I never see a pigskin again, it'll be too soon. That was coma-inducing. 1026 at 560 WQM. Why not wake up with some great lunch today? 560 QAM. 1030 on QAM. You just told me something that caused me to just uh, change my whole approach to life. That is so grotesque. We're getting calls from people. Now, keep in mind, yesterday, since it, I mean, it's the holiday weekend, okay? After we get through Monday, maybe, hopefully, then it'll be like uh, life back to usual in this godforsaken place. Maybe. Everybody on this station, everybody in town is praying. But in the meantime, so yesterday we gave away eight pair of tickets to see the Almond Brothers for all you druggies out there who want to go to the Coral Sky Amphitheater on Wednesday and get the pneumonia. The pneumonia palace up there in Palm Beach. That was yesterday. Now, Georgia, one of the things, you can knock many things about Georgia if you want to make some stuff up. Okay, he's a militant little stick, he's this, whatever. But the fact is that when it comes to getting stuff out in the mail, people like, uh, before the show is over some days, they wind up, hey, it's that knock at the door, here's your good stuff we just gave you that you won just for calling in and uh, sucking around. People are calling in this morning wanting to know where the goddamn Almond Brother tickets are that we just mailed out yesterday. They're in the mail yesterday. You'll get them today or tomorrow or maybe like Tuesday, okay? And it concerts Wednesday. 
I mean, I don't think you have to, like, fondle them for several days before uh, you have confidence that you can go out there on Wednesday night. Maybe we'll send you the black uh, sheep, okay? You can fondle her. It. Betsy the black sheep. Good God Almighty. I mean, it's one thing that we got so many freeloaders in this town, but shameless freeloaders. Okay, give me whatever you got. What do you give it away? I'll take it out. And where the hell is it? Why isn't it over here yet? How come we don't have a goddamn courier at the door knocking on the goddamn door giving me the stuff? I'll tell you what. Let's send these. I've got a great idea. Let's send the videos out to people by courier and see if they And no, no package, no wrapping, and see if they actually show up or not, huh? Do you think that any one of these would show up at your house? No. No, because the couriers, in fact, the couriers probably wouldn't show up to work for a couple of days, right? No. You'd bet your sweet ass. Yeah, that's right. We'll have them personally delivered right to your door by some young guy who just may on the way, get lost on the way, especially if he encounters this hardcore he-she's. I'm sorry, but I think you're right. This one, this, this one thing that's hanging down like a hangnail but a little bit bigger, that cannot be for real. Come on, let's get that on whammy. Come on, Joe. What is wrong with you? It's not for real. It's like, uh, oh, that's right. These are for real. I forgot. Yeah, those are definitely for real. But she has got something dangling there that is definitely. <laughs> uh, do I dare say this? Well, I mean, uh, why not? But it doesn't look, you said, George said it looks like it's like tied on or paste or glued on or something. It looks like it's coming through from the inside. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like maybe somebody got lost in there and it's coming through from the inside. Oh, <laughs> oh you'd have to see it. Come on, look, we got to get it on the air on the TV show. I mean, come on. How are they going to know what I'm talking about? It definitely looks like there's somebody in there. <laughs> come on, knock on the door. Let's see if anybody responds. Hello in there. Oh, God, that is unbelievable. Too much. Even for an old pervert like me, that's just more than I can handle. Or care to, trust me. Okay, we have an open line of date. 5670560, pound 560 on the uh, AT&T wireless line. And let me just tell you right now, by the way, I'm not just going to give these. Uh, first of all, you've got to be over 50 to get these, all right? If you're under the age of 100, there's no chance because we want to make damn sure we don't send these out to no minors, okay? Of course, the kids are all in school anyway. That's why we waited. That's why we waited till the kids all went back to school, because we don't want no little 16- and 17-year-olds seeing these nasty, nasty, as you people would call them, dirty videos, as if they haven't seen them already as, <laughs> right, over and over again, and probably got a better collection than most of you. Oh, that's terrible and disgusting. Yeah, then how come you're watching them? Well, that's a different story. Here's Miami. Hello. Our first call of the day, and there's a long pause. What is it? Not a call? Miami. Yeah, uh, Neil. Yes. Aren't you tired of that cox already? Yeah, yeah, and I'm tired of having him on that show, and we better get his ass out of there. They have him on again last night. Well, I didn't see the 1030 show. I'm sick and tired of that cox button his way in on this show. But the uh, whammy people are... In fact, I, I say put his ass on the show. I mean, we're only getting like one and two shares with me. We've been trying, you know, desperately. Everything out of the sun. I stand on my head. I put the schmatzes on. I say put Don Cox on here. He's got the great TV reputation from that Mark Jacobson show, you know, <laughs> that everybody begged for them to take off the air, and they finally did. Two open lines in day, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. North Miami Beach, hello. Neil, before God. Yes? I'm looking for my atheist woman, Neil. Yeah. I need that atheist woman. Listen, she doesn't have... And you know what? You called us yesterday right at the end of the show, and now you're calling in again today. How do you like that? I was actually going to troll for that guy, and now I'm not going to do it. 
because he's pushing too hard. Just like the seed, you're pushing too hard. This, this is pathetic. This is unbelievable. This guy was the last caller at the end of the show. I, I remember very well, sir. You're enough to turn me to religion. I'm going to start believing in you. If you don't cut the crap. Man, oh, man of Shevitz. We have an open line in Dade County. I'm not giving these away. I'm sticking them back in the box. I'm going to give them all to Josh Friedman and, uh, and Robert Grieper. Oh, my. No, you're, you don't need them, Fat Joe. What is wrong with you? You don't need them. You're getting plenty of action over there. He's got his bong and his uh, gong. I'll give them away on Monday if that other thing fell through. What? No, you will not give them away on Monday. In other words, you're, you're going to do one show where you're like auditioning for the future of your life, and you're going to suck calls out of these people. On It's a holiday. You'll get plenty of calls. You, I guarantee you. Anytime somebody... We could put a mouse on there. We could put a church mouse on there. Oh, yeah, you know, we're so tired of that deal, but you're a breath of fresh air. You'll get all of that, believe you me. Or you'll get people, hey, you're an asshole. Yeah. What well, doesn't make any difference? Trust me, I guarantee you. Don't go buying the audience. Learn from me. You should learn from all these years. Don't go buying calls and try to buy the audience with a bunch of uh, erotic giveaways. Would I ever do something like that? Uh -huh. Disgusting. Grotesque. Totally inappropriate. Especially on this station when they're so desperate in the morning they're talking about fishing. Fishing. And then they're sitting there for the entire time talking about how the show sucks. And they were right. And, hey, at least honesty is starting to seep into that show a little bit. Let's talk fishing, okay? And you know what it rhymes with? Oh, I'm sorry. Oi. Don't take it personally, unless you're in Hallandale. Here's uh, Hallandale. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. That guy's pushing too hard, just like the cover on that video, huh? How do you like that? This guy called me yesterday at the end of the show, which, uh, you know, wasn't all interesting to begin with. He's looking for a black atheist bitch out there. I said, okay, we'll troll for that tomorrow. He calls me back again this morning. Mm. Neil, I saw something. These people want to take up. Well, get your own goddamn show, sir. Go get your own show and go trolling from some, some atheist, disgusting bitch. Maybe that's very, what very dark and plexed. What is it? Maybe you thought he had his own show. What are yeah. you telling you? He wants a black magic woman. Uh, <laughs> hey, who doesn't? I don't. I saw something on. Uh, well, okay. I saw something on TV last night that was uh, absolutely the most disgusting thing that I've ever seen. It was yeah. called when, If you didn't see it, I'm sure some of your audience... It did. wasn't more disgusting than hardcore heshees, I'll tell you that. Well, the There's not. definitely somebody inside, but anyway. It was called... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when is this show going to be on, by the way? I have to see this in person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think if they got any boss, they really want to get on the map. They ought to put. They ought to put this on a 1:30 show in the morning one of these nights. 1:30 after midnight, they can stick it on there. This uh, this show was on Fox. I think it was Fox last night. It was called When Cars Attack. Yeah. And the premise of the show, and it was not a farce. The premise of the show was cars that get angry at their owners and uh, run them over and cause accidents and do all kinds of crazy things all by themselves. Yeah. Uh, their feelings have been hurt. What was that movie with the uh, the car that? Uh... No, no, Neil. This was this, it went up for an hour. It was an hour of video clips. Yeah, I just saw that again last week because John Stockwell was in it. And I, every time John Stockwell's on my screen, the uh, TV clicker stops. Yes. That's what it was, except it was real. Yeah. And they've got a guy on there showing that uh, it, he was talking about, well, you know, such and such car had been abused in the shop, and mm -hmm. uh, look what it did to its owner. And you see the yeah, that's the car. Like those aliens that uh, they had on Fox too. See, they, Fox they has got, created a whole separate world here of fantasy. They've got a car driving uh, yeah, in a police news chase. TV, yes. He's leading the police on a chase for 45 minutes in a uh -huh. car, and they're telling us that they, they, the the uh, the car had no driver in it. 45 minutes. And now we know why we call it. They call it slots. Thank you, sir, for the good news. Okay, we have an open line in day five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. 
It's 21 before 11. We got the schedule for Pompano Park. Oh. Well, thanks to my friend Carol House. How's my good friend Pat doing over there, by the way? How's my good close friend Pat at Pompano Park doing? What do you need three for? Huh? I'm stealing one, okay, Pat? I'm stealing it. I'm a kleptomaniac. So anyway, here's the September schedule. What's the date today? Today is September the uh, 4th, last time I checked. We got simulcasting. Look at this from DuCoin and Freehold at 1 o'clock. Great harness racing. We got Daniel Highlight 7.15 tonight. Garden State Day in this afternoon. So we got... Want a Bud Light Long Neck, please. I want a Bud Light Long Neck, please. Je voudrais une bouteille de Bud Light Long Neck, s'il vous plaît. Je voudrais une bouteille de Bud Light Long Neck, s'il vous plaît. Yo quiero un Bud Light Long Neck. Por favor. Okay, okay. Uh, yo quiero un Bud Light Long Neck. Por favor. Yeah. Ich will eine Bud Light Long Neck bitte. Ich will eine Bud Light Long Neck. Man. A zero Bud Lightest Long Neck. Yes, yes, I do. I do zero Bud Lightest Long Neck. Ich habe two Bud Light Long Neck. Yep. Pizalsta. Bring me a Bud Light Pizalsta Long Neck. Ching de wo eating Bud Light. Long neck. What? Ching Chai Fung Bud Light Long Neck. Stupid language lab lady. No light. Make it a Bud Light in Hazard Bush, St. Louis, Missouri. Man! It's the Ford Factory. With a three-game set against the Expos tonight. Join Joe Angel, Dave O'Brien, and John Chomby for the action. Starting with Marlins on deck at 6.30 on Sports Radio 560 QAM. It is... So hard. You from Dutch Bastards. In conjunction with the good folks who put the play in Playtex, it's Swisher Queefs. For the woman who's looking for more than a cotton cork to plug her gushing gash. You get the light touch and the right taste. Blend it to the Pick one up and smoke it sometime. With a drop of mint for pleasure without morning cigar bread. In balance for the light touch and the right taste, my friend. The light touch and the right taste. The blend is sublime. Why don't you pick one up and smoke it sometime? Enjoy Swisher Queefs, firm, round, and fully packed. Choose the one that suits your best friend. Give it a trial. You get the light touch and the right taste. The blend is sublime. Okay, 1045 at 560 WQM. So uh, poor David now. David Suarez has got to, like, get all this masking tape. This is sad, isn't it? Isn't this, this is what America's all about. Repressed and constipated that we have to put, like, masking tape over these boxes. These aren't even, like, living and breathing. These are just pictures is all they are. And catchers. No, they're just pictures they're on boxes, okay, with videotapes inside. And we got to cover these up, and there's going to be, like, tons and tons of tape on these, uh, you know. So if you get your uh, tapes in the mail, by the way, if we do wind up giving any of these away today, and it's got all kinds of mung on it, don't blame me, all right? This is uh, call up Barry Diller at the USA and blame his ass. What is it? Here's uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, are you aware that there's a fishing show on weekly here, locally? No, no. On Saturday mornings at oh. a.m. on uh, 790, there's the Florida Sportsman Fishing Show live. Well, that's perfect because Ranieri's in there talking about fishing and that kind of stuff, so it's perfect it's on his station. 
Uh, you know, there's a lot of people that fish here. It's, you know, there's a lot of water, a lot of Listen, there's nothing wrong with fishing, but who wants, what is there to talk about? Especially well, on a radio show. I mean, I know there are TV shows on fishing, which to me are boring too, but nevertheless, at least there's something to see, you know, when you catch the big one or whatever it is. But but on radio, what is there? It's like that cigar you get show. You knowledge from somebody that knows something a little more than you do. Like what? Well, you don't want to be, you know, flipping under your worm when you're supposed to be uh, twitching your Zara spook, you know? Yeah, that's true. There's techniques for I different areas. I never thought about that, yeah. We got fresh water and salt water, different areas. And they also show you how to tie your fly. Sure. And right. lift your buzz bait. Uh-huh. And uh, drag your rattle trap. Good point. At any rate... I'll um, be checking that out uh, tomorrow. Saturday. Yes, sir. Saturday morning. Isn't tomorrow. tomorrow Saturday, last time I checked? Anyway, uh, speaking of fish and that kind of smell and stuff, yeah. uh, can I suck around for a video? <laughs> yeah. Anyone in particular, sir? Something very hetero. So, they're all very hetero, sir. Believe me when I tell you. How about anal trainer? Negative. Uh, <laughs> it's got, but it's got. Okay. How about uh, you'll like this one, believe I can't tell you the name. Hold on. Okay. Give him this one. It's called <laughs> Junkies. What are you doing to the black sheep? Oh, George is. Oh, he's putting it on the wall. He's mounting it. I mean, on the wall. Oh my God! You better get this, Joe. George is mounting uh, Betsy. What did you do with her? Oh, that's bad. Why did you take her off of here now? Was it interfering with a... See, this whammy thing, man. Our whole life is surrounded around that whammy. There are like six people watching that thing. No, actually, everywhere I go, this is the amazing part of it. I know you don't believe me. Everywhere I go, everybody... In fact, I was in Publix last night for 15 minutes. There were 7,000 people lined up there, all claiming they're watching the show. So, uh, you goddamn Nielsen people, we know it's a communist conspiracy. We know you're paid off. We know that Wayne's probably got his fine finger in it. Too bad he fell on his rectum at that chair in the arena the other day. Nice going, Wayne. Where are we going? North Miami Beach. Hello? North Miami Beach. Hey, Wayne, hey, Neil. Yes. How you doing? Did you start saying Wayne, sir? Uh, I'm trying to figure it out. But I'm on the anal train to Darlington this weekend to see Jeff Gordon and then his NASCAR buddies. Yeah. So I thought his, uh, you his might... bunk bunk buddies, yeah. Yeah, well, those guys on the first ring don't have a clue about hockey. So I heard you mention pot then earlier. Can you elaborate on that deal a little? And can I suck up for an anal video? Can I elaborate on the deal? I mean, there is no deal. They thought they had the deal done, which is not the first time they thought they had a deal done. Then all of a sudden, guess what? It wasn't done. And uh, then all of a sudden, Mike Smith and the people in Toronto say, well, uh, you know, can we have him come up here and have our own doctors examine him and uh, yada yada, all this other crap. And uh, they said, no way, because it opens up too many uh, loopholes, and we're not going to do that. And so they said, well, sorry, we don't want to do it. Well, maybe we should trade Denise Potman for Felix. Yeah, sounds good to me. Uh, can I suck up for what do you want, pal? What do you want? Just spit it out. Can I suck up for an anal? Okay, you got it. Hold on. He's sucking up for an anal trainer. Okay. Yeah, these will go fast because we got to get these all the way by noon. Oh, beautiful job. That's lovely. Are you sure this is going to peel right off? Now, what is that? In other words, you can put that. That's okay. On a TV thing, but I sure wish we had uh, the radio people. That's okay. Even Fat Joe says, yeah, that's okay. Because these aren't for real anyway. She's got bazoongas the size of the state of uh, West Virginia. And the same. You can't show the nipple? Isn't that... You can't show the nipple. Isn't that pathetic? How You hit Fat Joe's fat naked ass on there a few weeks ago. That was okay. If there's anything more pornographic than Fat Joe's naked ass, I've never seen it in my life, and thank God for that. But a little nipple? Everybody's got a nipple. How come you should... You can show, on tens, we got nipples. Yes, we, we sure do. We got guy's nipples. Oh, that's different. So, in other words, now you're telling me that there's a difference between a guy's nipple. Oh, here's a great topic for you Monday, George. 
which you also know nothing about. There's a difference between a guy's nipple and a woman's nipple. This is really very interesting. And, of course, all these very, very terminally straight guys are going to say, well, a woman's nipple is an erotic, uh, it's an erogenous zone. Yeah. Like yours isn't? A man's nipple is gross. A woman's is a thing of beauty. That's the difference. A man's nipple is gross and hairy. And no, no, it's not. Unless shave. No, it is not. No, it is not. Absolutely incorrect. Unless Again, another well. example of you showing your ass to the world what little you know about anything. Mr. Sex Expert in there will share all of his brilliance with you on Monday from uh, 10 to 10.05. And then we'll find something else to talk about that he might know something about. Yeah, men's nipples are hairy. How about that? <laughs> Wrong. And it's got, no, my nipples are not hairy, and I'm not uh, showing no nipple. Let me check. Oh, yeah, they may be. Well, I'm a hairy old Jew. What do you want from me? But, no, let me ask you. You've seen tens. You, would you say that DT's nipples are hairy? No. No. Of course, it's hard to tell because when he stands sideways. Shave. What? It doesn't count if they use nair. I don't know. No, I'm not talking. I don't want nothing to do with guys who shave, okay? Their body hair. Their, oh, oh, geez. That is the most. Only, only screaming queens do that anyway, okay? Only flamers do that. I'll leave the flamers for somebody else, for like Josh Friedman. Well, he wants a straight video? Well, maybe he wants to learn something. But isn't that something, this business about, well, so we can show these uh, big, big bazoongas as long as we don't show the nipples on here. Isn't that wonderful? You people up there at the FUCC, man, you people need some very, very serious assistance, okay? And we can certainly show uh, Godmother because she, like I said, oh, oh, jeez, send the lunch away, okay? They just brought my lunch in, and Fat Joe just showed the nipple. He just pulled up his shirt and showed big nipple with disgusting, oozing fat and cellulite all around it. Oh, don't do it again. I'm going to tell you I'm going to vomit. I'm going to like, oh, oh too late. Jesus. Man, oh, man. And, you know, that girlfriend is, it seems very nice, a little pudgy, but very nice. Is she, like, blind? Is she, like, uh, got some kind of a uh, problem between her ears or something? I mean, how in God's name could anything alive touch that? How could anything come close to that? Like even even being in the same uh, vicinity uh, with no clo without lots of clothing on. Oh, they do it with clothing on. Or well, I feel better. God, here's uh, Miami. Hello. No, oh, great. Thank you, Frank. He's back again. Nice going. You know who that sounds like? That sounds like Ron. We have an open line. It does. How about some Prozac, Ron? Come on. No. Oh, come on. Let uh, give us some. No. Open line of date, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Come on, send us some more Prozac in the mail, Ron. Ain't doing any good for you. Here's Boca. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, you want to look uh, on the Internet at the New York Daily News. They have an article about an old-time caller of yours, Jackie Lee. Yeah. Whose trial is starting Tuesday. For what? For sending pornography, um, animal parts threatening letters to a trainer that he's had a run-in with at Freehold for the last couple of years. Really? Yeah, he was, it's Bill Finley's column in the Daily News today. Well, I sure wish somebody would fax me that if they got it off I the net. I can't pull it up for you, but it was read to me. I mean, George Anthony was a longtime trainer up there. Right. Uh, I guess Jackie Lee was a business partner with his for a couple of years, mm -hmm. and they had a run-in, and, and they caught him sending uh, pornography through the mail, all sorts of stuff. So it looks like Jack is going to be spending some time with... Uh, Herve Villion and Richie Wojcicko. Really? Yep. Trial starts on Tuesday. Thanks for the good news. Take care. Thanks. <laughs> I guess we won't be hearing from Jackie Lee anymore. Oh! Great. 
Yeah, he's just one of those guys who just uh, hard-ass. That's uh, the whole deal with him. Doesn't surprise me in the least, but hard-ass. Where are we going to, uh, what is it? North, um, what is what is that? M-O-B, what is that? Michigan owned and bred? Is that like a horse thing? What does that mean? My fault. It means my, my fault? Somewhere. Okay, let's go to somewhere. Hello? Hello? Yes, sir. Fort Lauderdale. Well, it says M-O-B. There's a mob student in Fort Lauderdale, so you fit right in. I just got a postcard in the mail says I'm part of the Nielsen family. Yeah. Uh, what do I do? What do you mean, what do you do? They're going to call me in a day and tell me what I should, uh, part of the survey. Yeah. So I they're guess. They're going to tell you what? That I'm going to be part of the Nielsen family. So they're going to hook you up with a meter. They're going to hook me up with a meter? Oh, sure. If you say yes, if you say you want to be a part of the family, they're going to come and hook a meter right up to your uh, TV. Or Why whatever. Not? Why not? Yeah. Hey, listen, I just like to say a special thanks. Uh, I know well, we not Canadians all of a lot. Yes, we do. But I just want to say those people from Nova Scotia aren't part of Canada. They did a hell of a job up there. No, but those are English-speaking people. We only knocked the frogs. Oh, okay. But uh, special thanks just go out to those people. From and let me Nova also Scotia. say, Swiss Air deserves a lot of credit too for getting right in there and getting their people right in, and notifying the families, uh, as opposed to TWA and the horrendous job they did and jerked everybody around when they had that crash. Yeah, I know. I really, hats off to them. I really appreciate it. I think they did a great job. Yeah. I'm with the airlines, and I just really going to say thank you. Yes, sir. Okay. Thank you. Okay, we'll need your help. Get that meter in there, sir. Okay, I'll get it in. God bless you. Thank you. We love him. How do you like that? Now we got some hope there on Wembley. We've got a Nielsen guy, oh. a real one. That's what we need. We need to fix it. I told you that a long time ago. Need to get those meters on there. Like I have about 20 sets in the house. It's a 10.56, so checking them out when in doubt. I don't want to see any more flesh from in there. The only flesh is going to be on pictures from in here, okay? Here's one for us. You can do a job on that one, boy. That will be a tremendous... Huh? If you can uh, cover... Huh? He's going to have to use a lot of tape, about two rolls on that, baby. But David seems to be the uh, hands of experience there. He knows where to stick it. It's for me. Q-A-M. The Neil Rogers Show. Yank it, baby. Talk 560 WQM. Hank Goldberg be here at 2. We got the Marlins again. We got the Marlins. And does anybody care about that big series? And the Spos, the Spos and the Spos. Anybody care? No. I knew you wouldn't. So anyway, I'm sure interested in finding out about how come that ball game didn't get on last night that we promoted the hell out of all day long. We had those promos running on tape. We're promoting it live. We got Virginia Auburn. It's your football station. Your station. We got ESPN Radio on the air last <laughs> night. Oh, my God. Hey, by the way, lunch today. Did everybody get lunch? Not that I really care because I got mine. I got my cold cuts. Look at there's Fat Joe in there uh, stuffing his fat puss. Man, you thought that those breasts of his were big before. Just wait till he finishes this meal. From Primo Subs, voted best sub in Fort Lauderdale, located in Miami, Fort Lauderdale Plantation in PP Park. And uh, no, I don't have no bread here. I'm not eating a sub. I'm eating the cold cuts and cheese, thank you. And a little bit of a uh, couple of pepperoncinis. And that's about it. Thank you, guys. Let's do it. Well, now, what is that again? The mob in Miami. Okay, let's go to the mob in Miami. Joe's obsessed. He's Italian. He's obsessed with the mob. Hello. No, this is uh, Fort Lauderdale. Well, he right. says you're the mob in Miami, okay? So uh, you better look around and see where you are, mister. He's you better check right. your nose in the mirror. Maybe he's doing one of these. I don't know. Joe Costello's upset. He's part of the mob. <laughs> hey, Neil. No wonder he can afford to work in this joint. <laughs> Neil, are you all right? I'm fine. Why? Because sometimes when you when you start fetching like that, I mean, for over 20, 30 minutes. Fetching about what? Uh, I turned on the radio like a half hour ago, and the minute I, you should know better than to expect more from from Floridian. 
Floridians, I mean, they're a, they're an animal. They're the, like, the lowest thing on the food chain. You mean about the people chain. with the freebies who want to know yeah. where their tickets were? Uh, yeah, well, the tickets. I mean, keep and in the, mind, it wasn't even 1030 in the morning yet the next day after we gave them away, and already these people have got the chutzpah to be... I, I could understand if the concert was tomorrow night. It's next Wednesday. It's the 9th, okay? They so are... the big deal here? What do they want? Express delivery? They want somebody uh, knocking on their door with it? Uh -huh. And uh, this cheap-ass outfit's going to pay to have a courier deliver something free that you want for nothing? Uh -huh. And I'll bet you they're not even going to call you and thank you. Hey, hey, that goes without saying. Look at all the tickets. I heard somebody call one of the shows, and uh, maybe it was Hank's show yesterday, and thank uh, the station for and talk about going out either Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday and winning um, tickets to see Big Mac and that deal. Look at all the tickets that we gave away for the Marlins Cardinals series. And have I had anybody call here? I mean, I think maybe we had one. But all the other people that we gave away tickets so they could go out and be a part of history and be a part of that great stuff that happened out, they don't call back and say thank you. They're thankless. And the thing is, they're mostly a bunch of ungrateful uh, freeloading factors is what most of them are. Right. right. And I figure in 20-some in years, what, you've been on the year now 23, 24 years? 500 years, years right. Right. I mean, have you ever seen anything different? No. Every year after it's year? Worse. No. But it doesn't get and better, it gets worse. Right, and the thing and is, you, you want to know why? why? Because it's, it goes with the territory. Being a freeloader down here is like, uh, it's actually like a form of life. It's like, it's like uh, something to do. Well, the then again, you know, you're in Florida, and the thing is, if you ever let go out of your job or, your, or you lose your house or whatever, Florida's the place you want to be because you can always live on the street like half, like half of Florida even do. So, you know, I mean, this is a place where you're going to have a lot of schleppers and a lot of, you know, a lot of suckers. Uh-huh. And uh, speaking of uh, sucking around... Yeah, what do you uh, want? Can I look at yeah, what, what do you want? Which one sounded to intrigue you? Anyone in particular? Um, I like uh, <laughs> I like lesbians. Do you have anything like that? I don't even have any lesbian ones, to be okay, honest I'll with you. Hey, I'll take anything. Do I? Do you have any uh, dyke ones? Well, here's one that's got to have the lesbian scenes in it. This is uh, cute young babes eager at my first anal eow, young and fresh. Yeah, this all has right. got all kinds of... This has got some that you can't even figure out what they are yet. Okay. Okay, <laughs> hang on, pal. Thanks, we'll man. figure it out. Figure it out. Okay, he's on uh, six. So he's on, he's on the uh, mob line. Joe Costello take care of the mob lines. Here's Al Goldstein in here today. I wish we had a microphone so Al could talk, but we don't. Can you believe what kind of a radio station? Don't knock this thing, by the way, because the TV people will kill you. Boy, oh boy, you are. I am so worried about you. Every time I see you, you get bigger and bigger. There are states in the United States that are not as big as Al Goldstein. What does it say on the end? It says, Al Goldstein, How Homosexuals Can Open Doors, probably from the rear, as in rectum, is what he's talking about. Now, see, you're, you're way behind the times. You're supposed you're like George. You think you're a sex expert. In the meantime, we found out that more heterosexuals are in anal sex than homosexuals. So it goes to show you, you know a little. Oh, here he is with my keys again. Now, what, oh, look at that. It's got like a little, a little pink bow on it, too. Beauty. Don't hit this camera. I'm telling you, those uh, whammy people give you the whammy. Yeah. The Ultimate Guide to Anal Sex for Women by, what is this, from the uh, uh, Clinton family? Who's this from? What are you showing me here? By Tristan Paramino. Oh, to read and learn. I'm not interested in anal sex. That's up your alley, okay? Please, be my guest. You can probably take up the whole guy. Be sure and get him, okay, because he's a big ham bone. He wants to be on air. In fact, you know something? If the whammy people were smart, which they're not, but if they were smart... They'd have his ass on here. He would. He's got more money than God. He'd go on there for free. He'd go. He'd pay you people. He's got such a massive ego. This man is the only guy I know in the world that's got a body of the size of Montana and an ego that's still bigger than that. 
Get out. Oh, please. Oh, it wasn't bad enough. I had to have what's-his-name in here hugging me, the Don Cox. Now I got Al Goldstein touching me. Oh, in the middle of my lunch. Look at that. Look at that. Get out of here. And you know, it's the sad part of it is he's serious. It's the first human. It's the first human contact he's had in months. Oh, that's good. Good. Oh. I'm, I'm glad it was good for you. Here. Squirt, squirt. Okay, it's all over. I feel like Monica. Here you go. Here you go. Here's the towel. Go have a good time. <laughs> oh my God. Now what? Okay, now let me ask you before you leave. You enjoy the place. This is like a joke. It's like a standing joke. The tape says yank it. Yeah, yank it. I know all about yanking it. <laughs> You're going to hit this microphone. He's like Don Cox the other day. Can you control it? How, how, can I ask you, how do you breathe? Seriously. No, no, seriously. How do you breathe? Your face is all red. You're like, all you did was bend down and hump the chair for like 10 seconds. And, and you stood here and like your face is all flush. You look like you're ready for a heart attack. Passion. Well, what what size is that? Those two shirts you have that you're wearing sewn together. Jesus God, this he's wearing a a, a fag pack, a fanny pack, the size of uh, Vermont. Yeah, I bet somewhere in there. Okay, thanks, Al. I'll stick it in there and twist it. Uh, what the hell was that? Oh, what a cheap piece of dress. Should have known he was Jewish. Look at that. My little thing just fell off. Okay, there's Al Goldstein. Yesterday was Don Cox, or two days ago disrupting the show. Today we got Al Goldstein. Just uh, unbelievable. It's like a circus. It's like a zoo in here. Are we doing a show anymore? No. Not this week. It's Labor Day. It's a holiday. Relax. Uh, David is still frantically over here taping up the uh, private show. Here you go. Now, here you go, Joe. We can get this on there. Yeah, we got like a little uh, piece of tape on there, so be, because we got to satisfy the FUCC in Washington, D.C. We don't want to put no dirty uh, body parts on the television there, especially on Whammy, because they're skating on thin ice already. That's the last goddamn thing we need is a bunch of pornography on there, because some little tiny kids out there might watch it and see that there's such a thing as a human body part. God forbid. It's 1108 at yeah. 60 WQM on a very bizarre Friday. We had Big Al Goldstein here. Too bad we don't have a guest mic in his cheap-ass outfit, so we could have put Al on the air for a couple of minutes. And he was busy uh, wrestling with a thing down there on the floor with uh, Betsy the Sheep. We do? Yeah, it's in the cabinet behind us. Yeah, it's in the cabinet behind us there, the guest mic. Nice going, guys. That's Beasley Mead for you. We're going to build your state-of-the-art studio. We're going to spare no expense. We want the Neil Rogers. Yeah, you're full of crap, okay? Greg, go get George's bonus. Get out of here. So anyway, there's this one, uh, David Suarez, who worked feverishly in here to put the masking tape so we, we can make these suitable for TV on the Whammy Show. And uh, did a very, look at that, beautiful job covering all the right spots and holes and parts. And uh, just to make sure that we don't displease our friends up there in Washington, D.C. and get them upset and bent out of shape. But on this one, I would have to question, I mean, he, he blocked out the body part, but what's that on that very attractive young lady's puss, a face? What is that? Huh? And then, of course, I figured it out, it's... Uh, well, she's probably... Huh? She's, no, she, that's exactly what it is. It's jerk and lotion. Isn't that what that's... That's what he's got in his hand. Oh, why is Joe walking around with a big thing of Vaseline in his hand, huh? Oh, he must have... We Betsy the sheep in here today. Nice going, Joe. He must be psychic. He must be talking to Schwo Griffin. I heard the Schwo's were coming in for the uh, games this weekend. Where are we going? To uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey. Yes, sir. What's up, Neil? How you doing? Hey, pretty good. Hey, uh, me and my old lady just broke up with our girlfriend. And I sure could go for an anal trainer. You and your old lady broke up with her girlfriend. Yeah, I broke up with our girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? 
That man Reed, he was, he's not a welcome in the house anymore. Mm-hmm. He was snow skiing a little too much, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... Um, Probably shrimping a little bit, too, on his side. <laughs> Tuna is good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, we... I tell you, they were talking about fishing on the morning show this morning. I guess it kind of sli- uh, slopped over. Yeah, that's what my Zara Spook or whatever that character was talking about, that old redneck mm-hmm. fisherman guy. Zara Spook, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the movie you're going to get. Okay, hang on, pal. Give him this one. It sounds like you'll like that, yeah. A lot of it. Hey, listen, you'll get whatever the hell I give you, okay? And you'll like it, too. And then you can call up George on Monday and say, How come you sent me that piece of crap? Well, we thought we were getting, okay? You'll take whatever we give you. I sure wish I knew where these came from, boy. Look at that. They're only like uh, $9.99 a piece, too. They got the stickers on there with the prices. Pretty damn cheap, if you ask me. A hell of a bargain. But we just get a plain brown box every week, and they keep sending these to us, and we're delighted to we'll provide the public with a little bit of entertainment and amusement out there in this otherwise extraordinarily dull and boring place. I mean, are, is it any contest? Are they more excited and worked up about these than they were than Mark McGuire? Uh-huh. You bet your sweet ass. They don't give a crap about the Big Mac. How's that Mac Arena coming, by the way? I love that. I think that was one of my strokes of genius. The Mac Arena, named after Big Mac. Here's um, Kendall. Hello. Hey, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. No, I missed the first few minutes this morning, so I didn't know if you made any comments about uh, what Senator Lieberman and everybody else was talking about yesterday. No, I did not. I saw Senator Lieberman live, as a matter of fact. I was yes. flipping the channels, and there he was, and I yes. thought, uh, what an asshole is what I thought. I watched it, too. Well, you know, but, but. But what? For him and uh, what's his, uh, Terry and the other guy, the, the crazy guy from New York, I always forget his name, Intercenter, Moynihan. Yeah, so Samuel Patrick Moynihan. Yeah, but so then they get up and say that. Something uh, that, That's not for a yeah. Because, you know, that's his support. But, but, but let me ask you this. How come, how come they don't wait? I mean, on the one hand, he's saying, well, we don't want to act prematurely, and we have to wait till they send up the uh, report, and then the White House responds to it. So why doesn't he just shut up until they get the report? Why does he feel compelled to be standing there posturing for the TV audience since he's standing in the empty chamber? Why does he feel compelled that he's got to do that unless he's covering his own ass? From what I understand, because uh, I was watching, uh, I can't say I'm when I was watching MSNBC. Oh, God. But he was talking to somebody that was Feinstein's friend, uh-huh. and they said they had to do everything they yeah, could okay. to restrain her from getting on the phone, calling him the biggest butthead on the face of the planet, and telling him to resign. Yeah. So they said the, the Democratic leadership... Your wife around over and over again, and then, uh, oh, I'm sorry, like about ten months later, you know, uh, yeah. it we're just doesn't have the uh, desired impact, I don't think. It's too late. Just ask Bobby Cox, he'll tell you. There you go. Uncle Neil, can I suck her out for a few shooters video? For which one? For anything with huge hooters. Who'd you, how about the godmother part two? Sure. Okay, she's a, a real mother. Okay, line uh, one. Give him the guy. Oh, Joe's right on top of that one. Yeah, give him the mob mother. Oh, gee, the godfather just uh, right, on the, right on his ass. Just like Wayne at the arena. I would I will give anything to have been there on Wednesday. Oh, Wayne's here. Look at that. Look down there. Wayne's going to check out one of the chairs. Oops, sorry. Sorry, he just fell on his big template. Rectum. What if he's got his ass has got as bad of a complexion as his puss? You think so? Wouldn't that be something? Crater ass. It's 1119 and 56. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you? Okay. Good. Um, I know you're um, not so much of a sports fan other aside from hockey. What do, you mean by, what do you mean by that? Well, um, you follow hockey uh, closer than you follow any other sport. True. And uh, I was just wondering if you heard what's going on with uh, Latrosse Freewell, you know that he has the he nerve... Re- he's refiling the suit. Yeah, he has the nerve now to want to sue the NBA for, he's you know... He's an asshole. Him. Yeah. He is an asshole. Because, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, uh, you know, 
They had, what, about 100 witnesses that saw him, you know, wrap his oh, hands around. Oh, they didn't just have witnesses. They have, it on, uh, they have it on tape. Are you kidding me? I, I'm pretty sure. I didn't know that much. Yeah. Well, it's, like, absolutely ridiculous. I mean, he's claiming that it's racism, and it's, it's absolutely ridiculous because he's really the one being the racist. I, in fact, I'm almost positive. I mean, maybe not the whole episode, but I've seen at least parts of that on tape. I'm almost sure I've seen that. Wow. So but have regardless, it's not like it happened in a... Sure, they got lots of witnesses. It happened at, at the practice with yeah, a whole bunch of people practice. there, sure. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It on national TV, yeah. Coach Carlissimo, or mm-hmm. whatever his name is, right. and then he turns around and he wants to sue the league. He's an he, asshole. He feels that he's not making enough money as yeah. it is, not even playing now basketball. Now you see why the there's money. only room in my life for hockey and not too much more, because it's all a bunch of crap. It's, yeah. it's gotten to be ridiculous. I hear you. Over, overpaid assholes. What do you want, sir? Uh, can I get on those videos? Okay. Next one on top of the pile. Yum, yum, <laughs> baby, rhymes with uh, dumb. Hold on, pal. <laughs> okay. Okay, just to whip these out. Right, went in down, and of course, uh, maybe we'll let them take Peolia stuff off, okay? I don't think so. Maybe David would like to peel it back off after he stuck it on. What, 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 is, what does that mean? What does that mean, Joe? He keeps putting mob on there. Mob in sunrise. What, what does that mean? The mob is all over the goddamn place. I just don't understand what this is all about. Joe Costello's in there. He's like, uh, mob oriented today. He's obsessed. I think there's a message in this. Oh, I know what it is. I mentioned about fishing shows this morning, and, uh, you know, maybe the callers are going to sleep with the fishes when they're done. Maybe that's what it's about. Some kind of a subliminal message in here. Maybe we're on our way to Palermo. We just don't know it yet. Here's the mob in Sunrise. Hello. Yes, sir. Are you part of the mob? No, sir. I'm, would, uh, would you like to be part of the mob? Well, I guess it's... You have to let them know. You know, get killed, I guess. Can't eat them, join them. Why the hell not? Some good perks. I was going to comment about, like you said, you went to the uh, the new arena. Oh, it is beautiful. It is compared, compared to, uh, you know, going down, I guess, to, uh, you know, down to the dangerous part of town over there, down in you know, the Miami arena. It would, be, it, would, it would be like comparing a a hookworm with a gigantic, beautiful steak dinner. I mean, there's, just, there's no comparison. Yes, it's the most beautiful place you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, cause I live right there uh, near the, near the, uh, the Sawgrass Fields Mall yeah. and everything. And, uh, is that going to be a good area for fans to come from Miami and everything? Because I live here in Sunrise. Oh, yeah, itself. because they got the entrance right off the uh, off the uh, sawgrass there. Yeah. They can drive right in off the, uh, they're going to have their own styles are inside. But at least you're inside the place, and they've got out in the outer lobby, there are restaurants and, uh, you know, snack yeah. bars and, and all kinds of good stuff. And there's going to be a, a big um, Panther paraphernalia store, shop in there to buy, uh, you know, all the good stuff. It's like a whole different world. Yes, you could fit the other arena in there in like one-third of it. Yeah, really, because I've been about it, you know, because I work for the state, and then we have to do some work around there, and, you know, just, just going to, you know, my arena was really, like, like, golly, it's dark here, you know, in a war zone or something. Yeah, it was, plus the place was sterile. I mean, it was functional, but it really was yeah. sterile. This place is just yeah, magnificent. You know, like, you know, being, being close to the area, you know, having some little shopping centers, too, it will make a little bit nicer versus, like, you know, the, uh... Being in the middle of a war zone, yeah. Well, it was, like, place at the, uh... The Rodney Stadium, you know, that one, 
you know, kind of out of the nowhere. This place just kind of has a little bit, you know, because the first time I was being built, I said, man, it's going to be out of the nowhere, but let's, you know, it's kind of close to everything. Yeah. I said, well, I'm going to ask kind of on the kinky side, uh, do, you, do you have any of, you say you have that, what, kind of heaties or something? Yeah, I got it. Uh, she's, she's kind of like, she likes to look at different kind of things. Oh, this is different, believe me. Uh, she's, uh, I've seen, uh, you know, she's seen something like that myself, but, uh, you know, if you do that. Uh, okay, you got it. Hang on, Tom. Uh, thank you. Okay, this is the one that's got the uh, person inside of a person or whatever I was saying before. I'm telling you, there's somebody in there. There's somebody knocking on the door, and he just can't get out. Wow. Goes to show you guys, don't go, uh, you know, exploring too far, because you may wind up inside the cavern and never be able to find your way back out again. 24 after 11 on fame last night on QM. We better get to the bottom of that. I think that's a real major... wonder who's responsible for that. You don't think you could be bluffed, do you? Wouldn't you think the program director would have that all set up and we would have that line in and make sure that we got that game coming up since we're promoting it, we're running promos all day? Here's uh, the mob in Hollywood. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you doing today? Okay. Hey, hey, I was listening to that fishing show this morning. Pretty disappointing. Can't really think of anything else to talk about besides I mean, the gators. We just got to have it, uh, Matt McGuire here. Oh, I'm event in history, mankind. The Dolphin season starts this weekend, the first meaningful game. The hockey uh, camp, uh, the rookie camp opens Saturday. we got the arena now just about finished. All this other stuff going on here, and they're talking about fishing, and then they wonder how come the show sucks so bad? That's exactly why. What the hell is wrong with these guys? And, and, yeah. then, and then even worse than that, then they got Gildy on there doing a uh, suck-up to his New York Jets thing, which everybody here with a brain hates the Jets like poison, except those New York idiots. Uh, what the hell is that all about? Gildy uh, sucks up to the Jets, a regular feature now on Friday, and a guaranteed tune-out. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, the only reason was because I was waiting for your show to come on, and then they started talking about fishing in the Jets like that, and I was like, turn it off. Oh. And that time she came on. Man, I think lawsuit is in order. Yeah, I agree with you. Hey, can I get one of those videos? Yes, sir. This one we got next. It's called uh, Plaster My Face with... Hang on, pal. That'll work. Okay, yeah, it does, evidently, if you look at the picture. Oh, by the way, speaking of the picture, boy, there must be a lot of that uh, jerk and lotion uh, going around town. All these women are, well, you know, you got to look good in the morning. you got to look really beautiful in the morning. What am I going to do with these, by the way? Where the hell am I? I'll put it on the black sheep back there. Yeah, George can get him. He ain't doing nothing in there. He's just busy eating a free lunch. It's 1126 at 560. QAM. You can kiss my rear end. It's 1132 at 560. WQM. Happy Friday to you. Labor Day holiday. We're celebrating by giving away some great stuff that just showed up in a box. Yeah, we had the old box in the box. And what a great job David did for the most part of uh, taping up these things. For the most part. Only uh, one here on the back. I mean, it's interesting to me that he taped up certain orifices, but other things kind of left like, uh, oh, why do you don't want to shoot those, Joe, if you want to value your job. At any rate, she must have uh, done a bad job of applying the uh, lotion. Look at that. Huh? Well, oh, it looks like some of it slopped right down. Well, anyway, we got uh, three of these left. <laughs> oh, the Dow is up 51 cents. Oh. The Nasdaq's up five points. Oh. Maybe we will be. All these snack bars, all these different kinds of food. I mean, the, you know, the old Miami Arena, the food there was like absolutely the worst. It made the food at P.P. Park seem like gourmet. It, it was like going to Ruth Chris Steakhouse by comparison, the difference between P.P. Park and the Miami Arena. The, the worst goddamn food. But here I have a feeling it's going to be better, and they know it's got to be better, because if they want to keep us in there, knowing the quality of the team that's going to be on the ice, we're going to be spending a lot of time eating food. Out there on the food court, wandering around in the lobby, buying a memorabilia, whatever else, that's what we're going to be doing. 
Here's Big Pine Key. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Mr. Rogers. Yes, I am. I've listened to you for years, for probably about ever since you've been on the air. Yes. Been an ardent fan. Mm-hmm. A day before yesterday, the last half hour between 11 and 12. Yes. Uh, it uh, elevated to a dollar tree because what you articulated so eloquently uh, about oh, God. these, uh, I, I, I mean, I'd give anything to have a, uh, a tape of that. I was about working. what? What was I talking about? That was so outstanding and brilliant. Let me hear it. You I'll were, do it again. I'll do a replay. Talk, uh, oh, God. Uh, you were talking about uh, people inflicting their re- religiosity. Yes. Regurgitating, right. spewing, and that's right. All that spoon-fed pap, right? Keeping their eyes. Why can't shut. they keep it to themselves? I mean, intolerance their is what it's all about. If these were tolerant people, they'd understand. Hey, this is what I believe. If you don't believe, that's okay. And we just won't talk about it, and then we would never even discuss it. We'd never even discuss it. Believe whatever fairy tales you want to believe. Don't put it on your goddamn car. Don't come knocking on my door. Don't start putting newspaper ads in the paper. Tell me that I'm this, I'm that. I should be. There. Tell me what I should be. Just be whatever you want to be. Okay. Don't hurt anybody, and that's it. Very simple. Exactly. We don't need any big complicated philosophy or any big black book to tell us how to be a decent person. Everybody in the world knows the answer to that, but we got to have all this hocus-pocus and a bunch of intolerant assholes like the Crusades and all the other bullcrap. Onward, Christian soldier. I have right, exactly. a bitter hatred yeah. and, uh, for that crap. It just occupies my mind oh, constantly because why? I'm constantly inflicted with that crap on their stupid bumper stickers, yeah. uh, in their stupid pamphlets, in the store, mm-hmm. in the motel rooms, yeah. everywhere. It's, That's it's, right. You go to a motel, you open up the drawer, there's a goddamn stupid Bible in there. There's a Bible. And, of course, in Vegas, it's a Bible because the little prayer there can't hurt. You need that. Well, it was but any place else, what is a Bible doing in my uh, drawer in a motel room? And, of course, you know what? Most people that rent motel rooms for 20 minutes, what they're doing in there, okay? It was a cathartic. The same thing that they were doing in the Bible, they're begetting and begetting. It was a cathartic experience well, that's for great. me yesterday, or day that's before great. yesterday. If you ran that again, or will it make it to the TV show? I'll tape it. I'll tape. Oh, sure. I'm sure it'll be on there. Oh, just right. keep uh, taping that way, anything. Thank you. And and what, you. What gets me the worst is they they cling even more tenaciously to it when they when they feel threatened. You ask them for a little reason, a little thought, and uh, all you all you get is this crap about faith. Oh well, you just it's just blind faith. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Hey, it was, it was a good start. Have a great Thank life. You. Okay. All right. Oh. So anyway, what the hell was I doing before he? Well, he's a little bit worked up. To do a spot. 21 till noon at 560 WQM. We have an open line in date. 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Jesus loves you. Oh, yes. Jesus is the way. Jehovah's the way. Oh, fine. Go find him, okay? Get on the right road. Get on the right. You're on the wrong highway, okay? Because Jesus ain't at the end of this highway. Get on some other highway. Quit putting that stuff in front of my puss and go have a great life. And, of course, when you look at the people who are driving those cars, then it gives you a little insight as to what we're talking about. Hey, if you want to, like, make some con... Order, we want the love and south of the border. Yeah, eat it up like.
Seriously, I think one more meal and he's just going to explode. In fact, he got on the scale. Oh, my God, all the fat people are showing up today. First it was Norma Kent. Then it was tons of fun Al Goldstein. And now, Woody Graber. Who actually, I think, lost some weight. Did you lose some weight? All right, Woody Graber. See, like I said, the people used to be. Of course, Al was just here, so by comparison, you look uh, emaciated. You look uh, like DT, like he's doing the DTs in there. Yeah, okay. Hey, by the way, that Cross Sky Amphitheater is really the best. Okay, where are we going? Let's do we got to hurry up here. we got two videos to give away before noon. Oh, Chester in Virginia. Hello. Yeah, this is pretty wild. I'm sitting here at the office. We can't get radio, but I can get Internet. How do you like that? <sighs> pretty damn good. Thank God for the Internet. What I, is... I want to see video on the Internet. You keep on talking about images, and I can't see anything. That's great. That's the idea. Uh, you're teasing me. Got to tease your imagination. You have practice makes perfect. What have you got left on videos? Uh, some stuff that you can't have in Virginia. Okay, where are we going? Let's go to, um, wouldn't that be something if we started sending stuff to Virginia? It's probably up there by D.C. Here's um, Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. You know what's the funny thing about these religious nuts? And what is that? These are the same people that go to the porno shops and they wear the, the leather necklaces with the spikes and stuff. Uh-huh. And wait for someone to pick them up so they can give them the stiff one eye. Right. You know, and they the same people, yeah. And they take the collection plates and take all the quarters and the loose dollars and sit down on the peep show and go ahead and have a good time. Yeah. And then they go ahead and condemn everybody else. Did you say half dollars? Because I know inflation is getting bad. There's no fact in, in the church. Yeah. Uh, can I stick around for sure, a while? Sure, hang time? on. In fact, uh, here's one called Suckers, okay? Hang on. Well, he says he wants to suck around. Okay, that's on line three. Take care of our fine friend there, all right? He knows which side it's on. He said what I wanted to hear. He said the truth is what he said. There's no fact in, in the church. Or something like that. Well, look at that. Joe's even writing mobile on there right now. That's uh, now, I don't want you to overwork yourself. I realize it's an extra couple of letters on there. I mean, he's in training here this morning doing this. I don't want him to overdo it, especially since we never got that check to give to him for my good friend Adam in sales for that spot I recorded about 10 years ago. Well, it's like everything else here. It, work, it trickles in real slowly, okay? If you just sit back and dummy up someday when you... Like that 50 bucks I got that I still don't know what it's for. I'm sure they owe it to me, probably from like so far a bit long ago. I don't remember what the hell it's for. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello? Mobile in Miami. Hello? Yes, sir. Uh, Neil, I'm here, 
in and, my house listening to the radio. And how come you're on a mobile then? Uh, I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm listening to this guy sitting here talking about you all damn day. Uh-huh. And uh, I say, why don't I call in and let him know? And who's that? I don't know. Some guy on Power 96 was talking about you. Oh, Don Cox? Uh, yeah, I think that's his name. Oh, Maybe Don he is Cox. what he sounds he's like. He's an asshole. Yeah, he's an asshole. Don't worry about him. Okay, let's go to... Uh, Don Cox is talking about me on Power 96 for what? We don't want nothing to do with you. Don't you understand, Cox? We don't want nothing to do with you when you're big, fat ass. Just stay out of here. I mean, I enjoy when Al Goldstein comes in until he started like. And you know something? Al Goldstein was not joking. That's the thing that's scary about him. Any contact with human flesh that he can, like, fake his way through. I mean, this guy is really copping a feel here is what he's doing. This is not a joke. That's what it... I'm serious. He puts on an act like, oh, it's just a big joke. But in the meantime, he's grabbing and squeezing and touching. And uh, you can tell when somebody means it and you're just revolted. I'd rather make mad, passionate love to Fat Joe in there than ever touch Al Goldstein. I'd rather die before I even think about doing a touching Fat Joe. So what is that? Does that put it in its proper perspective? Uh -huh. Man. Good God Almighty. Al, stay the hell away. And then he gives me those same keys again. The same phantom keys to his, uh, here you go, you hear that? To his uh, joint in Amsterdam. Yeah, he's got a lot of joints in Amsterdam. But, uh, you know, they, they, with like a, a little nice a pink bow on it, too, just to be a little, uh, you know, little a shot, a little comment. And they still don't fit. Yeah, you got to twist it and yank it and turn it. I'm twisting and yanking it, okay? And it still doesn't go in there. Here's a Hollywood. Hello. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Tony C. in Hollywood. Yes. Hey, Neil, on reference to the uh, news uh, arena, I was up there. I happened to slip in there a couple of weeks ago to take a quick look. And uh, I'm upstairs in that section you said uh, more or less a nosebleed. Mm -hmm. uh, on around that, this is 406. Are those seats that bad up there? No, they are not. And like I was, you probably didn't hear me say before, I, I went into every different uh, part, every level yesterday, and sat in seats and looked down. They're great. You get a great panoramic view, and it's not like you, you don't need binoculars. It's not like you're so far away that you can't follow the action. You'll be astonished at how great it is. Okay, and also yesterday I called just, the... just don't get too plastic when you walk in there. Cause the, <laughs> no, seriously, the upper deck, it's like steep. It's much more banked than the old arena because it's much higher. And uh, you better just watch yourself uh, go down those stairs. What is it in perspective to the old arena? Like where the skyboxes are up there for that section more or less? And if you could visualize it? Yeah. That's yeah, it, it goes way the hell up there. But I'm telling you, you get a, they're, they're, the sight lines, there's not a bad seat in the house. Mm -hmm. uh, Neil, I called the uh, band organization yesterday. And they the said organization? Excuse me? The organization? Organization, yes. Yeah. I called them yesterday, and uh, they said they're having, uh, on Saturday, September 12th, they were having an open house there for the season ticket holders in 12 or 4. They are? Yeah. How, yeah. Come they, how come they didn't tell me about it? I know. I called them yesterday, and I asked them about the, uh, the practice, you know, that happened for the uh, rookies, I guess, uh, this Saturday. Rookie camp, yeah. Right. That's not open to the public. No. And I, so I asked them, I said, what about the uh, when the practice started? the regular players, he says, well, that'll be open to the public. And then I says, well, is there going to be any kind of promotion that put out uh, for the season ticket holders who were told last year they were going to do something mm -hmm. before the arena opened? And they said they're going to send something out in the mail that says September 12th. Okay. Orders, uh, from, uh, well, I wish they would you know, tell us something like that because yeah, I was trying to promote it. And I was there yesterday and I talked to Bill Torrey and Brian Marie and Terry Marie and Jan Marie and... Uh, yeah, everybody and their brother, but uh, I guess it slipped their mind. You know, maybe maybe somebody in PR over there, if they got somebody, they'll let us know. Because I'll tell you one thing last year, not only we have a lot of hostility because of all the mistakes in the bad team, but the uh, notifying us of what go was going on over there was not exactly the best either, to say the least. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Did you catch the Sun Sentinels um, at the intersection today? Uh, yeah. 
What's this little run well? We trying to get him to break some uh, some uh, Dave Schultz's penalty record now? You got to learn how to skate first. Yeah. Okay. Have a great day. All right, Neil. See you. All right. What's he talking about? Uh, where are we going? Let's go to uh, Hialeah. Hello. Hialeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. How you doing, Neil? I'm doing great. Good. Just moved here several months ago from Canada. I'm so sorry. I know. It's really tough. Yeah. My uh, brother-in-law, who's a Julio, loves your show. Mm-hmm. Got me turned on to it. I think it's great. I just can't stand it down here. <laughs> Only after a few short months, huh? Oh, it doesn't take long. I just cannot believe the... Does the word, root... con- does the word constipated come to mind when you think of this town? Constipated? Yes. Yeah, this town needs an enema. Yeah. But... Uh, I can start to relate to you when you get on your your rantings about the people down here. Just unreal. You know, no matter what it is that you talk about, uh, they don't know from it. They're not interested in it. They know nothing about it. Uh, and and I've been on here, here for 22 and a half years, and I still don't know what the hell they're interested in. Yeah, like the other day. Besides I... free crap. Free crap they love. They don't care what it is. If it's free, they are they just love you. They'll embrace you. They'll, they'll suck your toes. Anything if you yeah. got free stuff. But other than that. Right. No, you're right. It's people here just don't care about anything outside of their own lives and uh, uneducated. It's awful. Right. So. So uh, have a, have a good life. Thank you. <laughs> you. Have any videos left? Yes, sir. Last got one. Wadbusters number five. Oh. Sounds right up your alley. Hang on, pal. Okay. See you around, eh? Thank you. Hang on. Okay, there's one of our Canadian paisans, one of the English-speaking Canadians, the ones we like, oh. as opposed to those. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Frogs. Well, you know, the saddest part, I had a great time at the arena yesterday, met all my close personal friends, uh, Captain BM and Bill Torrey and Terry. Terry Murray's a great guy. Let me say it again. Like Terry Murray, I hope you have best of luck, Terry. You'll need it with this outfit. But I was there a little, and uh, Randy Moeller was there, good old Randy. But I missed my close personal friend, Denise Potvin, and I just missed him by a few minutes. And I went home and I thought to myself, I feel really, really happy because I didn't see my close personal dumb frog friend, Denise Potvin. Five minutes.